Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 31 for George and season 27 for me. This is day 19 of season 99. First question asks us for the country that is on the horn of Africa. Right, on the sort of easternmost tip of the continent. And I, for some reason, had it stuck in my head that this is Djibouti. Um, and so that's what I put down the end. I, I really, um, should have thought about it harder or I just, I don't know. I, I need to start sorting out the relationships of geography a bit better than I have. So anyway, uh, I put down Djibouti. Uh, I knew this was Somalia. Uh, mm. I don't remember the context, but, uh, I, I was never in a, uh, when when I was in the army, I was in various different geographic uh, combatant commands, as they were called at the time, and I was never in one that covered what they called Hoa, Horn of Africa, mm-hmm. uh, which was a specific uh, sort of a sub command. I think of Africom might have been of Centcom, Central Command, i.e. Iraq, etc. Mm. Um, but at some point, I. Uh, I was made aware that the actual horn part, the very, the very, very tip was Somalia. Uh, Eritrea is a small dot kind of in the, in the Northern part of the horn. Uh, Ethiopia takes up the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Somaliland is in the South. Uh, I don't remember which one Djibouti is. I think it might be North of Eritrea and Ethiopia. Yeah, I having looked at a map, and of course the correct answer was Somalia. Um, there, it's kind of there's the Horn of Africa, which is that triangle shape, and I'm making gestures that mm-hmm. nobody can see on a yeah. podcast, which is very helpful. Um, but kind of the um, part of the triangle that is inward towards, like I guess the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically where Djibouti is. Okay, where it, sure. where yeah. the Red Sea kind of curves. A little more northwesterly right so strategically very important obviously oh, yeah i'm looking at the map now and djibouti is what i th- what i thought eritrea was i had those two flipped. oh okay yeah okay. so so oh. yes it was somalia yes um question two asks us uh which polish-born art deco painter uh, was nicknamed the baroness with a brush and had the most expensive painting ever sold in 2020 female artist i didn't know it uh, mm. i tried to let anything happen to my brain i have <laughs> never heard of this person uh so i finally just picked the name of a different pole and said kosciusko yeah. uh similarly i um did not know who this was i haven't heard this nickname uh for someone and um I ended up going with Chopin, thinking that Kate Chopin being, um, you know, art, an artistic person in the early 20th century, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought perhaps there was a relationship there, but I just really as a sheer guess of a Polish inflected name to put down. Yeah, because it was Tamara de Lempica. Yeah, I I may have heard of her at some point in passing, but I... I couldn't pick her or her paintings out of a lineup. Yeah, don't wear any bells. And yet she, uh, well, not she, but whoever owned her 
1932 portrait of Marjorie Ferry um, is now $21.2 million richer. Question three asks us for, uh, well, it tells us about an invention that saved a million something and is used in a built particular building and asks us what either the, the million something were saved or the building is. Right. Um, and so this was, you know, very opaque to me. I didn't know who Fresnel was, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, I have no idea. Um, and so the rest of this dancing around, you know, what this possible concept or thing could be, it's called an innovation, which to me is sort of like, it could be a process. It could be, um, you know, an object. It could be a way of building something, you know, that just left it very murky for me. And I um, honestly kind of resented exactly how weirdly vague this had to be in order mm. to not give away its convoluted uh, answers that it was trying to go for. Um, and so I just you know, found myself thinking, okay, what are a million things that could be saved? And it got me thinking about like farms. We were talking about maybe this was some sort of some sort of chicken wire that helped people farm chickens better and so it saved a million chickens maybe it was you know all these sort of blind alleys that um just don't uh did not have any productive spark for me um and finally i thought about you know just it talks about it's an innovation commonly used in various applications today like whatever that means uh, this is the most vague booking question I've ever read. Yeah. Um, and it was created for use in a specific type of building. So like I thinking of building types, well, we have like homes and schools and farms and, you know, barns and churches and skyscrapers and, and factories. And like, you know, I'm thinking of places where either animals or people could congregate and then be saved by something of this innovation so is it air conditioning is it sprinkler system is you know and it's got to be from the early 1800s so like it was just like there you know at least three different categories of things that were sort of like pick one out of these you know dozens of possible answers in each category and try to make them hang together somehow it was a very frustrating question as you can all hear um, finally, I decided maybe it's hospital because I felt like this is, you know, if you're going to save a bunch of people, a hospital might be a place to do that. And maybe it's an innovation like some kind of sanitary thing. Like I couldn't remember if he was, I don't think he was the hand-washing guy, but something like that. I thought maybe it was the use of iodine, maybe it was the use of, you know, clean band. I, I don't know what in the world it could be, but I thought, you know, where what's a place where a million blanks could be saved? Um, maybe a hospital could be it. Reasonable. Quite. Yeah. I, I skipped over the name of the physicist the first time I read this. Mm. Yeah. Just trying to think like what kind of building would this be and went through various sorts of things and couldn't figure that out. Finally reread the question. And as soon as I saw the name Fresnel, mm. Oh, Okay. This is the Fresnel lens, uh, mm. which is uh, when you when you take a lens and 
uh, instead of it just being like one smooth arc, you you sort of take one tiny bit of the lens in the middle and then a bit of a slightly different lens around it and then a bit of a slightly different lens around that and it kind of focuses the mm. light down. Okay. Um, and I knew that this was used in lighthouses. Mm. So I figured, oh, it must be the invention that saved a million ships. Sure. But I'm going to go with lighthouse because I know that's... Uh, that's that's where it was originally used and nowadays it's just basically in any kind of projector right uh, he's going to use a fresnel lens fresnel one of those fresnel fresnel something like that okay but the s is silent i see so i said lighthouse and that was one of the correct answers ships would also have been accepted which you know just to put a cap on how this question was written um you know the Blank appears first in the question, but then you can identify either the building or the blank. So, like, you know, what even is the order of things that you're actually... Anyway. <sighs> Moving on. Gosh. Um, question four gives us a historical event and tells us it is the subject of a gigantic 1980 movie flop. Uh, Michael Simino in particular is what got this one for me. Mm. Uh, he made, I believe, uh, The Deer Hunter. Mm. And I think one other very highly acclaimed movie. And then, so, you know, he'd proven himself. So they threw a bunch of money at him to make Heaven's Gate. Ah. And he got Chris Christopherson, who at the time was a gigantic Hollywood star. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Christopher Walken was up and coming. He had been in The Deer Hunter. I believe he got an Academy Award nomination for that. I think you're right. Um, and uh, there was a... Uh, part of the problem was the, the film kept running away from Samino, like it, the, the budget. Like it just uh. kept... They, and United Artists kind of kept throwing more money at it because, <laughs> of course, it was going to make a lot of money. Everything else this guy had done did. And everybody involved with it was, was huge. And I never saw the movie, but I heard about it mm -hmm. throughout the 80s and beyond and it, it was the emblematic mega flop yes until ishtar kind of took that over <laughs> in late 80s early 90s um i forget exactly when that came out mm -hmm. um, but that was uh i probably read about it in mad magazine a bunch of times yep. it's just kind of the reference of you know this movie is going to be so huge it'll make heaven's gate look like a hit uh that sort of thing so right. without ever having seen, as far as I know, a single frame of it, <laughs> I knew that this was Heaven's Gate. Yeah, I I had the similar memory of it without as many details. Um, I certainly had no idea what Heaven's Gate was about. There was a movie, I think, called Heaven Can Wait that came out in the early 80s, yes. too, which is very confusing for a young yes. person trying Reasonable. to figure out, Reasonable. wait, what is what movie are we talking about in either instance? Um, I want to say Heaven Can Wait was like a comedy of some Yeah, kind. it was uh, Beatty. What's his first name? Warren. Warren Beatty mm -hmm. uh, dies, and then turns out he was incorrectly... He, he, he was not supposed to die, so they sent him back down to, to, to Earth, but in a different body because his body had been like, oh, okay. cremated or some uh -huh. such. And so he had to like, he had to do something to, you know, earn his way into heaven or whatever. Okay. Yeah, so that floating around was, as I said, confusing for a young person looking through the video store. Um, but uh, I was like, 
I could remember just enough about that to be sure that Heaven's Gate is the giant flop because of the whole reference in Mad Magazine in particular, um, but kind of in the general, you know, zeitgeist um, that just I I couldn't have told you a single one of these details that is the entire first two thirds of this question. But the um, the fact of it being that just the biggest um you know, movie failure to kick off the eighties, um, that, that had to be heaven's gate. Um, and so that's what I put down as well. And that was correct. Question five is going to annoy me for the rest of the year. Oh no. I read this, at l this question at least twice and was absolutely certain that it asked for the person rather than the political party who, uh, that was named after a revolutionary who led resistance forces against the U.S. occupation of Nicaragua. So I knew right away that this would be Sandinistas. Yep. Or Sandinista is what I put down, but, um, and, you know, named after Sandino, I believe, was yep. the, the person in question. The little Sandinos. Yeah. The Sandinistas. Yep. Right. Um, yep. Yeah, I, this is one that, you know, I, Sure, I first picked up on again in the 80s listening to my parents' NPR, uh, you know, news reporting. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I think we checked and was it referenced in some other uh, no, it, Learned I, thing recently? No, I, I looked okay. back and didn't see anything about Sandinistas. There were a couple of mentions of Nicaragua in the Latinx History and Culture Mini League from mm. earlier in the year, okay. but not in not in uh, relation to this. Yeah, maybe I read a Smithsonian article or Atlas Obscure or something like that mm. um, that that mentioned this enough to kind of... I find lately a lot of stuff that I, you know... It, I often find myself reading up on something when it is a piece of information that I know I heard about as a much younger person... And now I'm kind of like, oh, what's the deal with that? Because I have this fragment of information to, you know, that I don't know where it came from or how it actually connects to the world, kind of. And mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing, like learning about who the heck the Sandinistas were, um, that I might just pick up and read a little more about to feel like I putting I'm putting the puzzle pieces of history or whatever back together in my own head um oh. but yeah i i was fairly certain that the thing about nicaragua is sandinistas and mm -hmm. so i put sandinista down yep yeah uh, i put sandino because oh, i was shoot. absolutely certain that oh, he was that. asking for the person because that would be the more difficult part of the question like okay even yeah, if you know it's sandinista true. do you work how do you work that backward was was the guy's name sandinista are right. they the children of Sandino is it Sandino <laughs> or Sandina? Blah 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 blah. So yeah, I okay. said Sandino because I also happen to know that that was the guy's name. Right. So I'm gonna get that one wrong. Oh, I'm sorry because yeah, Sandinista. And I'm mad at myself. Or F S L N. I don't know what that stands for That's specifically. That's like the, the full on name of it. The yes. S's. Yeah. I, I don't. I it's know. It's something in Spanish. <laughs> Spanish, but it's like you know the. Fronte Sandinista de Liberación de Nicaragua, or something yes, like that. That's yeah. what I figured. Hmm? Um, question six asks us, according to uh, the Greek philosopher Protagoras, what is the measure of all things? 
Uh, I didn't know this. I felt like maybe I'd heard it at some point, but it didn't didn't land with me immediately. Um, so I thought maybe it's time. Time yeah. is the measure of all things. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you think about it, you can kind of you know measure things and you can kind of compare them all based on time. Like even even a rock is different in the past and will be different in the future. So sure time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I flipped through a lot of different possible conceptual things like this. Uh, Everything from science, mathematics, philosophy itself, wisdom, you know, art. I like I, it, this is such a sort of nothing burger of a saying, no offense to the long dead Protagoras that, um, I, and I, maybe I've heard this before, but I don't remember doing so. Um, so I ended up thinking maybe this is one that's kind of like more obvious than I'm thinking. So I ended up going with science because I thought, uh, okay, sure. you know, the, like, you're, that's basically what science is. You're mm-hmm. trying to like actually measure and document what things are and how they change and how things work. And I thought, sure, why don't we go with science? Yeah, it's a man is the measure of all things. Yeah, whatever. Which, as I as I think about it, I think I have heard that before, and I think I immediately dismissed it because it's stupid. It really is. It's just a, a bad way of looking at the world, and we should not remember it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, there's probably a little bit of discussion to be had about what this even means. Um, and perhaps, you know, the ancient Greeks had more context for why he made this statement. Um, but I, yeah, I, I can't fathom why it actually is a good uh, or useful way of looking at the world. Yeah. So. Oh, well. In conclusion, F this day. Yeah. I don't like this, uh, just everything from, like, my own, uh, uh, you know, sort of, I, I never like when I'm stuck in a groove of knowing something is one way, like with the Horn of Africa, and thinking it's, in, you know, answering it another, or thinking it's just a way that it's not, like it's stuck in my head, and probably after this, I'll have it sorted out, because... <laughs> You know, having this whole discussion about it will help with that. Um, but definitely uh, three out of six questions, no clue. No way in. No particular, like maybe I'll go look up Tamara DeLimpica because, you know, she sounds like she did cool stuff. Um, but the the lighthouse thing completely eluded me. Um, this ridiculous quote eluded me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it'll be interesting to see how this is scored because none of these are really in my wheelhouse. Surprise, surprise. Um, so yeah, probably I'll get nothing much for Heaven's Gate because that's the most Gen X of the the lot. Hmm. Um, and San Anista might be next most so. So yep. uh, this day can, can go pound sand. Yep. Ditto. So that's it for this horrible day. Yes. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag. That's with all the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.